Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right, how you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. March Madness is alive and well, very well. I got to give credit where credit is due, folks. The first week of the NCAA basketball tournament has been as good as it could possibly get. Just tremendous. Games have been thrilling, compelling, and a whole lot of fun. But what isn't so much fun is what lies ahead for a great many high school athletes seeking scholarships. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. I'm telling you, I didn't expect it to be this good. I didn't expect to be as excited as I have been watching the tournament, which started... Uh, last Thursday with four play-in games. And I am telling you, uh, this March Madness, it might be, you know, with the exception of yesterday to finalize the Sweet 16, yesterday's games were pretty much all blowouts, you know. But I, I got to say, this tournament has, when I say exceeded my expectations, it's been one of the best tournaments I have ever seen. Thrilling games, exciting games, compelling games. And it goes to show you, which I've always said this, folks, those of you who've been longtime fans of mine know that I've said this on more than one occasion. I I quote the former great uh, head coach, certainly with the Giants, uh, Bill Parcells. Parcells, he once said to me, Russ, Sims and Taylor, they would compete in a parking lot just for the sake of competing. And I didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it right away. But the more I hung around athletes and covered them, and it is the joy of competition. When, when you, t- you know, uh, listen, especially in a pro game, it's all about money and in professional sports. And quite frankly, it gets to that point in a college game too. 
but to watch these kids compete with just really a smattering of fans in the stands and, and the excitement of a one-and-done playoff atmosphere. Like, you lose, you go home. Your hearts are broken, your insides are ripped out. It is devastating. But to watch these games, I mean, you know, what can you say? Oral Roberts, a 15 knocking off Ohio State. A 15 knocking off Ohio State. And then they get done with that and they go and, and what do they do? They, they knock off Florida? Are you kidding me? I mean, it, it really, the, it, it's so compelling to me what we've been able to see from the guys in this tournament, really, it, it, it's just been remarkable. To see, you know, you're looking, I, I don't care if you're seven feet tall, a kid is still a kid. That's what it comes down to. A kid is still a kid. So you got the great ones from Ohio State, of a, a, a number two seed, or uh, Oral Roberts, a 15 knocks them off. Then Oral Roberts goes knocks off a seven seed Florida, and they're in the Sweet 16. The storylines. How about you know UCLA? Of course, is a famous school, but UCLA played in the play-in game on Thursday night. In a play-in game. They went to overtime with Michigan State, won in overtime, and now they're in the Sweet 16. By the way, the tournament got off to a raving start in the play-in games on that Thursday Thursday night. They were, well, let's put it this way. There were two one-point finishes, Drake beating uh, Wichita State, 53-52, the Norfolk State beating Appalachian State, 54-53, and the UCLA-Michigan State game had to go into overtime, and UCLA su- uh, su- succeeded in uh, an 86-80 victory. I-, I mean, that was the play-in games. A- and listen, I you know, COVID has ripped the insides out of all kinds of sports. And, you know, these aren't pros. They're still kids. And look, you had one game. VCU couldn't go on because of Virginia Commonwealth couldn't go on because of the coronavirus. So it's been a crazy season. But these teams fought through it. And I will tell you, the tournament thus far, to me, has just been just wonderful. I, I My approach going into it was, okay, let me take a look. And man, from the play-in games right through, it caught my attention. It was compelling to me. Uh, Edge-of-your-seat action. And how about the Pac-12? Pac, the, the Pac-12 has four teams 
four teams in the in the, in the Sweet 16. Oregon, USC, UCLA, and Oregon State. And the highest seed that was representing the back 12 uh, Colorado was knocked out. You're talking about a 7, an 8, an 11, and a 12. Think about that. So I, I, um, I'm very excited. And, and I don't get this way. You know, I, listen, I, I like college sports to a point. I'm more a pro guy. I readily admit it. Every, you know, you, you always get excited about the tournament and, and you know, th- that first week. But this first week was just really special to me. And as much as you like upsets, and everybody likes upsets, and everybody likes watching the underdog, I will be the first one to say, and there are other good teams in there. Let me tell you, this Alabama team is a pretty, pretty good team. But man, oh man, it's hard for me to see Gonzaga not winning a national championship. They are very, very good. You know, Mark Few's an outstanding coach. He's been doing it at at Gonzaga, a little school from the great Northwest up in Washington. But man, they are good. And they are fun to watch. They fall behind. They don't get flustered. They just come right back at you. You know, that's the one thing. So one thing about these tournaments that, you know, some people don't understand. And I... I, Look, you got to play the games. You know, in the old expression on any given day, anybody can beat anybody. But these games in particular, in particular when you get the first weekend, the big underdog teams, man, they're playing with house money. They got nothing to lose. They got nothing to lose. You're a 15. I mean, Oral Roberts, they're playing in that game against Ohio State. You could see Ohio State. I mean, oh, man. You know, it's like a fighter. You know, two fighters get in a ring and one guy punches the other guy square in the jaw, punches him square in his nose, punches him right in the jaw, punches him in the eye, in the temple, and the guy don't blink. And then you're saying to yourself, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. This guy is not going backwards. He keeps coming. That's what happens in these basketball games. The the, the low seed... Uh, you know, like the Oral Roberts, they're not backing down. So they keep coming at you and the high seed starts to feel the pressure. You know, his jock straps starts to get tight. The collar, which he's not wearing, starts to get tight. The nerves start to get tight. Do I want the ball in crunch time or bad? Give it to somebody else. That's all part of it. Human nature takes part of it. So that's why this tournament, to me, is so compelling. Uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, as I say, we're going into the Sweet 16. I'm going to be shocked 
you know, as much as I like upsets, I am going to be shocked if Gonzaga does not emerge. I, I don't have uh, a crystal ball into any of the others because I've seen too much in this tournament thus far. The, the one team that I just can't see, I could see anybody else getting knocked off. I really can. I could see anybody else. Look, look, I'm looking at the next Saturday's games. The Oregon State, Loyola, Chicago is another great story. Uh-uh, I, I, I can't see. I don't, you know, I can't call a dead bang winner in that one. Nova and Baylor. I think I like Baylor. But I don't know. To me, that can go either way. Oral Roberts, the 15 against a, a three-seed Arkansas, a very good Arkansas team, but <laughs> Oral Roberts got this far. If they win, I'm not going to be shocked. And you got an 11 uh, against number two, 11 Syracuse against number two Houston. Well, you know, Houston... I believe is the better team, but you know, Syracuse, they can shoot. And then, you know, that's a fun story there too. Jim Beheim's kid, Buddy Beheim, can play. He's a gunner. He can light it up. So that's the only one. I mean, though, on that on Saturday's games, to me, they're all up in the air. Now, it's moving to Sunday. Uh, I just can't see Creighton beating Gonzaga. Just can't see it happening. Now, we go to Florida State against the number one seed. Florida State's a four. Michigan's a one. I think I like Michigan, but I'm not going to be shocked. Alabama against UCLA, a two against an 11. Well, UCLA started out as a play-in. I'm not shocked there. I would expect Bama to get there. But I'm not going to be dumbfounded if they don't. And then you, it's two Pac-12 teams, Oregon against USC. You know, that's a coin flip to me. So to me, the only team that I can sit here t- with you today and say I feel confident that, that they will emerge victorious and get to the Final Four is Gonzaga. That, that's the only one. But having said that, we're spending a lot of time, you know, I've spent, you know, what is it, 50 minutes or so talk, talking about um, March Madness. And it's been great, and that's why I decided to talk about it. But what about the future kids who want to be part of March Madness. Who are those kids? Those are your high school athletes of today. But those high school athletes of today, their tomorrow is very much up in the air. And, and you know, folks, it's easy for me to pick on the NCAA, but I'm not picking on, on them. I, you know, I've gone after them for infractions and letting head coaches get away with blue murder and, and recruiting and all, all kinds of stuff. I, I, I'm not getting into that. And I'm not blaming anybody on anything right now. I'm just saying uh, 
I don't think there's anybody to blame, but there's a problem emerging. What is going to happen to the high school recruits? And it's not a little story because your high school recruits of today are your stars of tomorrow, both in college and the pros. What's going to happen to them? And the reason, you know, I bring this stuff up, folks, is because of COVID, and understandably so. I I think the NCAA, uh, you know, did the right thing. But just because you do the right thing doesn't mean it doesn't have repercussions down the line. Because of COVID, athletes, Division One and Two, in fall and winter sports, get an extra year of eligibility. An extra year of eligibility. For example, so the big sports you're talking about are football and, and, and basketball. An extra year of eligibility. And I think that's terrific. Why do I think it's terrific? Because kids were affected. Everybody was affected. So, you know, traditionally, if you're a a college athlete, you have five years to play four years of their sport. They get an extra year now. An extra year means that they get six to play their four years. What happens to the high school athlete? Why am I bringing this up? Because you get seniors wanting to stay. That means there's going to be Less of a need for recruiting. And really not just this year, but people who have fallen into this misery during COVID, these athletes get an extra year. That means a lot of these high school athletes counting on scholarships, and I'm not talking about half-ass athletes, counting on scholarships got to kind of count elsewhere because they're not guaranteed of getting their scholarships. The market dries up. You know, I've heard parents complain, not being stupid. They says, "Well, well, maybe a high school kid should be allowed to retake his senior year. Maybe a high school kid should be allowed to retake his senior year. And I've heard the argument that, well, you know, he can improve his marks and he can also improve his game. And then after his extra senior year, there'll be more of an interest. That's not crazy logic from a parent. 
But let's, let's be honest. You know, it's, these scholarships are worth a lot of money. They're, they're worth a, a great deal of money. So what's the high school athlete supposed to do? It's a very real problem, folks. You know, and people could take, well, who gives a shit? Well, you know, because it's not your kid. It's not my kid either. But if it was my kid, I'd be awful concerned. You know, a lot of kids think they can go to the pros, but they can't. You know, I I once heard Jim Beheim, the Syracuse coach, many, many years ago. I think when Carmelo Anthony was still at Syracuse. I, I He was asked in an interview and he made the remark, he believes that the starting five, every member of the starting five on, let's say, the top 25 teams in the country, every member of the starting five thinks that they can play in the NBA. Ain't happening. Like he said, it's not happening, but they think that. And so for a lot of kids, a lot of college kids, like, eh, you know what? Maybe I won't come out this year. Maybe that extra year I can improve my game and get the NBA to look at me. So while they're doing that, who's looking at these high school kids? Very serious problem. That extra year of eligibility really affects what goes on down the line. And I don't have a solution. Like I say, I am not criticizing anybody here because I think think it was fair what um, the NCAA did. And these kids, that extra year, you know, it's a scholarship year for those kids. Believe me, they weren't coming back if they weren't getting the scholarships, but it's a scholarship year. So it helps the program for them and it helps the kid. But what happens to the well of talent coming from high school? Because at some point in the future, the coaches are going to scratch their heads and say, oh shit, what happened? All of a sudden, maybe there's a a dry period in their program because they didn't get the best kids coming out or or kids with ability who could become really good coming out when they had the chance to. It's It's not a cut and dry situation. It's a very, very difficult situation. I I wish I had, you know, an easy answer. And I thought about it, you know, because I was thinking about it last week. Uh, could I come up with a solution so I can talk about it today? And for the life of me, I can't come up with any solution. Don't Do not have 
you know, I don't have a, don't have an answer. You know, you, listen, folks, you've heard me here several times, you know, I, we, we have an issue to discuss. So I'll, you know, I'll go one way or the other and this is what I think should happen and what I don't think should happen. I don't know what the answer is here. And that sucks. I don't know what the answer is here. You have kids with their futures seriously in doubt. And I know some of these high school kids think they're going to be NBA players, but, you know, they might not even care about anything else but playing basketball. But you know that old story, and you've heard people say, hey, that education is worth something, especially today at some of these schools. Fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars, eighty, whatever the hell it is. Education is worth something. And while some of these high school kids might just be interested in playing basketball or football, those years in college and that education, they can find out it's worth something when it, when it's all over with. So I just you know, part of me has had so much fun watching this tournament. This this March Madness, because it has been madness. It has been a tremendous amount of fun to watch. But all through the tournament, I keep hearkening back to, but what about these kids in, in high school? Because all these great players... All these terrific March Madness players that you're getting to see, that you saw this past week, you're going to see this coming weekend, and you're going to see in the Final Four. Hey, they all had something in common. They all were great players and recruits from high school. Every one of them. Where is it now? What's to recruit? You know, you got a bunch of kids who are going to decide to stay in school, which is a good thing, whether they're staying in, staying in school for the right reason or the wrong reason just to play sports, but they're staying in school. That's not a bad thing. So I know that there are naysayers out there, yeah, why are they staying in school? They're just staying in school to play. They don't care about their education. They're staying in school. So in this one, the NCAA did the right thing. But a lot of decisions are made. And, and, you know, there's repercussions, as I said, down the line. And look, the best of the very best kids are going to get recruited. You know, the bona fide superstars are going to get recruited. And a lot of those bona fide superstars, you know, I got to tell you, are, you know, the one and done. Those, the Really, if you're that great, you might stay a year, you might stay two years. But there are those players who, you know, they're really good and talented. They're not the bona fide superstars, but they'll be there. But, but how are they going to get there? And to what schools? Because, you know, let's say a kid, let me be positive about it. Let's say a kid was going to have his option of 
10 schools wanting him. All of a sudden, it's not 10 schools. Maybe it's four. And maybe they're not where he wanted to go or she wanted. It's just, it's a different world. There is no easy solution. And as I said, listen, I am not the biggest NCAA fan. I, I, you've, you've heard me say this before with kids getting screwed. The NCAA is a multi-billion dollar business. They sell kids jerseys with the names on it, their likeness. The kids don't make a dime. I've said kids should be paid, but that's a story for another time. In this time, during COVID, and, and just think, folks, they lost, the NCAA tournament was wiped out last year. You got through an entire season of COVID, an entire season, and you just got to see uh, you, that's still going on, a thrilling tournament. So I, I got to give him credit much the same way I gave the NFL credit for getting through an entire season and playing a Super Bowl through COVID. So I am not, again, I repeat, I this is not a knock on the NCAA. I'm just saying it's a problem that needs to be looked at. I don't know how it gets fixed. I don't even know how it gets adjusted. But people are affected. And and young men, young ladies, college athletes, high school athletes, they're affected. And they're not affected in a positive way, in a negative way. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can get me on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Of course, I'd like to thank the people here at Believe.com, the number one network for podcast professionals in my podcast home. But above all, I want to thank all of you people out there because without you people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until, until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Stay safe. Talk to you next week. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.